Hello and welcome to Burkamp Wonderland. It is awards season and this year's awards is sponsored by Danny's Loft, the eBay account full of overpriced schmutter that nobody wants, especially me. Get on with it. You might be lucky enough to bid on some right old shit that's behind me. Fucking hell. Can't do it. Yeah, there's uh, hundreds of things. I'm selling everything I own. Sean keeps asking me, am I dying? I'm not. Get on with it. Well, don't. At least I've fucking voted. Unlike some of the people here, not naming any names. Anybody here know anybody who didn't vote during the awards? Do you know anyone, Busy Chris? lives, Danny. Busy lives. Busy lives. Don't want to influence the results. We all, all know right. I'm the most popular one anyway. So um, right. So with me tonight to go through the illustrious, not at all rigged by any of the people up for any of the awards, because they wouldn't do that, would they? It's, uh, it's the wonderful Carl. You're right, Treacle. Hello, Daniel. How are you? I am. Uh, I'm very one good. Word, I guess. Um, my. Well done. Next person. Josh, how are you? Oh, good. One thank you. Uh, I will. Well, I was to say, I'm. I'm happily uh, sporting the new uh, summer collection for Harry Maguire. Uh, it's part of this Greek collection. My top at the moment. Um, yeah, serving time for that. But yeah, how are you, Danny? Are you going to be his prison wife or the other way around? <laughs> Uh, let's just say nobody dropped the soap. No, he's, he's northern, isn't he? They don't use soap. If there's any northerners here, I don't apologise. Um, yes. Oh, look at all the people. And uh, so if you had to describe how you're feeling, Josh, in a, a verb or an adjective, what would it be? Can't describe yourself with a verb. Sorry. Just going to bring <laughs> Saturday some... is a verb because it's a doing uh, day. Forum to this. <laughs> Fuck's sake. And finally, um, and I last. would... Gone. I thought you'd given no, up. Not anymore. I, I have already. Season has been started. We've all given carry up. Carry on the way. We start the way we need to carry on. And finally, it's uh, it's it's Brittany. All right, Treacle. How's the hair? Get fucked. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, this this is this has gone off a cliff early, hasn't it? The new era, and we're already off to a, a flying start of utter nonsense. <laughs> well, so that's this officially stamps the end of last season. That's when the 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 um, crossover is. So, if you had ah. to describe yourself with one letter, what would it be? X. Oh, I knew you'd pick that. Yeah. You are. You're a so, team. So just, just to clarify, then, this show can be a shit show, yeah. and then we're all professional and journalistic and 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 Collings esque as of next week. Yeah. Okay. Oh, cool. um, that's fine. Uh, Chance to be a fiving. Do we mention mm. Collings's news? Is he pregnant? Oh, didn't he? Uh... He's not signed for the Athletic, is he? <laughs> <laughs> He's the only fucker that hasn't. No, the Athletic bought us. And that's the good news. Five quid. I'm not going to do with it all anyway. Go and, for, go and have a look at Collins's. That's, um... I don't even know this. What is this? What What, what is this news? They're married, aren't they? You put oh, it on Twitter. Oh, that's not news. That's blood. We all knew it, that was coming. I think it's obviously. fucking news to them. Well, yeah, well, you know, ABW would like to congratulate Mr. and Mrs. Collins. Oh, she's not Mrs. Well Collins yet. But she will bloody be unless he dies in a horrific accident. Then she's the harmony. <laughs> then she's single again. <laughs> Fucking hell. Wow. <laughs> right. We've decided um, from the new season onwards, we're not going to say hello to everybody in the chat. Josh, what did we decide as a group? What are we going to do? Oh, no, put me on the spot. We were going to say hello to a lot of people, but not everybody. Mainly just, well, as you've proven, Danny, you can barely say hello to your panellists, let alone people in the chat box. 
So we've decided to remove those privileges from you. Okay, sad face. We decided rather than spending five minutes saying hello to all you freeloading scumbags, we're only going to say hello to the first one. So, Daniel Kupka, hello everyone at 7.47 p.m. There you go. Let's move on. Um, A little bit of news. YouTube have said to us, hey, Groovy guys, if you want to do the membership thing, you can. So I've done it. I'm slightly taking the piss with the way I've done it. <laughs> it is funny. We'll have four levels of membership for each. You'll get fuck all. And hopefully they've got to approve it first, though. I get a feeling they're not going to be approving it when they see some of the names and some of the things that you get. All of them. Oh, I'll say one of them is going to be a cheeky pirate wave. <laughs> That's what you get for subscribing <laughs> occasionally. Not every bloody game. Right. So, oh, someone's put something in the... Uh... Oh, me. Just okay. Me. Right. So the way this works, um, I'll give you four days notice. I'll go up on the website and then I put all the different categories. Um, the categories that have been removed from last season, ABW member you love the most. We're stopping that because a dear old Goonholic won it. And what better way to stop doing that than with uh, Dave being the last person to win it. We have also, if I go back and look at some of the older ones, we have removed... Podcast, best podcast journalist guests, because I don't think we've had any. I think we may have had one. Sophie, the Simon. Sophie Countess. And Simon, <laughs> you know, well, the they, actual journalist. Yeah, apart from them two, we haven't had any. <laughs> no. Well, I, uh, there's no point if there's only a couple of people that have come on. I mean, on about proper journalists that aren't, uh, aren't our mates, and so we haven't had any. So you, maybe you next could, week. You, you could give it as an honorary to, to Matt Spiro the other day for his podcast with me. He's an actual journalist. I haven't listened to that yet. So oh, well, I mean, well, okay, there you go, listeners. This, this, this is what we're dealing with, <laughs> listeners. The guy who bangs on at us to produce Kim content, and he sits there and he tells me, tells me off for not voting in our awards, can't even be bothered to listen to my fabulous work. Brilliant. I mean, that's, that's it, really, isn't it? That's Sums it up, doesn't it? That's it. Shut um, it down. There's no best podcast, ex-pro, celebrity guest. We, that's two years in a row. We've been too fucking lazy to get anyone on. That's after Rami won it three years in a row. And one before that was Matt Lucas. Um, so what else has, have we done? Um, should say the ones that have, uh, the Prediction League has cancelled because you're all useless fuckers. And uh, the last person to win that was Dom in 2016-17. Uh, and the next season it was abandoned and the next three it was cancelled because uh, trying to get, it's trying to like get blood out of a stone. But ones that have gone on, uh, the ABW Members Fantasy Premier League back-to-back wins for Jeff Hurler Frund and Frund and Ruby Sudsy Bubbles. He's won it again. Well done, Jeff. Take a bound. Yes. Uh, the standard one that all you uh, freeloading scumbags are allowed to enter into, it was won by Warren D'Souza with Peppy Don't Preach. Well done, sir. Take a bow. Um, right, so then uh, let's have a look at the the Arsenal Player of the Year award. Going backwards, last year, Lacazette, Ramsey, Sanchez, Ozil, Sanchez again and so I'm just going to do a little quick reload and see if any more of you uh, people have uh, been kind enough to try and rig it first place Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang with 39% do we all agree with that? Well yeah that's democracy for you we all agree now who did you vote for Carl? Aubameyang Uh, me too Oh, did you vote for more than one? because you can you can vote for three no, I voted for one person because that is democracy. You don't vote for three people, you vote for one. That's the bottom line. Josh, how many did you vote for? Uh, three. Who did you vote for? Uh, now there's the question. I'm going to go and open it up and hopefully it tells me who I did vote for. It does, yeah, one, of them was, one of them was Bamiang. 
Yes. Uh, then I think I went for Leno. That's who I voted for. Uh, and then there was another in there. I want to say it was Saka. Oh, I voted Tierney. Fair enough. Has he brought it up yet? So, first place, Obama Young. Second place, Burn Leno. Third place, Saka. Fourth place, Tierney. Fifth place, Martinez. Somehow, Xhaka got sixth place. He got more votes than Martinelli. I often wonder if you people know what you're doing. You obviously don't. Chris, in an alternate reality, if you would have bothered to vote, who would you have voted for? Well, if you'd bother to refresh your page, you would know that I have voted. So, uh, once again, go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Who did you vote for? Cedric Suarez. Oh, that's a a surprise move. Any particular reason? Um, Well, I mean, he's clearly the best player at the club. So, you know... Um, well, you didn't right, vote for right. it because he's had, had no votes. Well, I, just, I literally just have done it. So you're... you're, you're, you're oh, there you go, one vote. vote. There you go. I should and go can, and... How can he have one vote when he's got... Oh, no, no, OK. Yeah, there he is. Nearly top goal scorer. Um, right, so... In, in, the real, in the real world, there is only one answer to that question, and it is our Lord and Saviour and Captain. So, yeah, there you go. If you Planet want to realise... Oh, God. <laughs> oh, Femster's just let us down. By the way, Femster says, by the way, I voted the wrong way around. So you will see a vote for Alba as the worst player of the year. It was me. Can I ask a question before you go on? Yeah. Um, you mentioned the uh, fantasy Premier League. Um, I've decided I'm going to go hard this year. I presume we are running it again this year. Oh, yes. And it, it, is Josh going to be admin of that or do do i set up a league or do you set up a league or i've been meaning to do it the last thing i did was ask og because og's left if he wanted to come in and be part of it because to do time retain his title and he said oh hey sounds Ooh, like hey. a great idea now that's what can we say. still have that rule as in no spurs players yeah absolutely collings yeah. collings let's call it and, uh, call it and Spain, hashtag fuck ellis yeah, well, yeah, yeah Ellis, Ellis is prone for a, an odd son over uh, Kane and his team. Yeah, in a I mean, week. It's, it's Ellis. It doesn't really count, does I'm it? I'm pretty like, sure Simon's so big time Charlie now that he's got some other like youth kid running oh, no, his he, uh, he, account he, for him now. He plays FIFA with Orny until the early hours of the morning. <laughs> at the time, so um, I heard yeah, the next season that it's going to be the Collings and Ornstein team. It's just a uh, Ornstein. I can never remember which way around that goes. Uh, Oh, no, here you go. Archie sums it up. No sentiment in Fantasy League. Absolutely. I don't have Man City, Chelsea, Man United, Spurs. Well, it's, 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 that's why Danny finishes last. Exactly. It's a very simple rule. Exactly what Carl said. It's a very simple rule. If, if, you, if you enter Fantasy Football, you cannot use Spurs players at any time of the year. There is no excuse for it. And actually, I'll go so far as to say you cannot use players that have played for Spurs in that season. So or even ever. if they transfer in January or ever, just uh, no, they're, they're tainted. You can't have oh, them. See me when Harry Kane goes to Man United because they mm. can't pay for the stadium. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. and, and then you can't, that, you can't have Man United's Harry Kane. No. Does, no, that, no, no. does that mean I'm out already? I've got Cole Wolf to Peters in my team. Yeah, you're already in the So there you go. Out you go. Technically, because he hasn't played for them th- that season, has he? So no, he's not right. true. I think may, maybe the chat has to vote on this, but I mean, I, I'm I'm saying no Spurs players, definitely no active Spurs players. That's hard and fast, and, yeah. and you, you you are not entitled to be even in the league if you pick any Spurs players. You cannot be in. Are you going to set it up, Danny, or or was that a? 
I think you'll find, uh, Chris, that uh, three seasons ago I actually won it with GFP's Angels. We, uh, sorry, we, we wanted some kind of medal. I won it. I don't see your name on there. I just see me, Simon, and Jeff, who are obviously the two best. Hang on, hang on. Just Let's just wait for the people who give a fuck. That's that. <laughs> oh! So, so, um, so, you're gonna, so you're going to set it up, and I'll pick a team later on. Have you already picked a team, Josh? You're well ahead of the game. Yeah. Well, it's because some idiot thought that the season started this weekend, and then I was like, uh, oh, no, no. <laughs> it doesn't. It's still got like two fucking weeks. But that's the problem. We've got a transfer window until October. How are we going to do that? I yeah. suppose we just have to go with our gut and keep your wild card until week five. Uh, and then, good show. Well, good show. So, to be fair, when can um, I transfer in Messi into my fantasy football league for Arsenal? When he signs for Barnet, yeah. Oh, okay. uh, I have to do so, the nationwide league fantasy football. So my tactics are pick a team at the beginning and then ignore it for the rest of the season. And so far, it's not been working out for me. <laughs> I wonder why, Danny. I know. It's not so right, people in people in the chat, if you want to join the Fantasy League, Danny will set up the league and then, I guess, tweet out the code to join Danny. That's usually how it works. We did do a, we did do a tweet recently and I uh, I put the thing in there, but we, do, we tweet so much nonsense, I've got no idea where it went. What, the code? You've already yeah. set the league up. Who's we? No, the um, the you auto renew the one that everybody uh, can be. Okay, because I'm going to set up a private league this year and, and only invite my friends. So just sort of Josh and Carl, basically. Yeah. But, but um, I get your point. I might invite you. You're you're basically an easy three points. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, will you play against each other? Uh, yeah, well, you do like head to heads in in the private leagues, I think. But yeah. Uh, Anyway, I've sabotaged that part as part of the podcast. I'm, I'm sorry, dear listener. Yeah, I'm just looking through our old... I shall carry on looking through our old tweets in a minute. Right. Um, they didn't put anything interesting. Uh, no, they haven't. Right. Uh, the next award is going to go for the... Oh, my must have been so big now. It's too big. Is the... Um, oh, I forgot to say that that first award, the uh, Player of the Season, is now the Gunaholic Player of the Season Award. So that's now been named after him because David only had good things to say about everybody. The next award is the Lord Hillwood Worst Player of the Season Award because Steve loved to point out how shit most players were. Um, so oh, it was on uh, 197 votes. A little bit of a reef. Re- no, no one's fucking bothered voting, have they? Right, previous winners of the... I don't think we had a... No, it's a new category. We've never had a Worst Player of the Season Award. So uh, in third place... Sayad Kalasanich with 16%. He was pretty bad. How was Mikatarian flipping got 42 votes and he hasn't played for us this season? He did play for us this season. He started the first game. So did Monreal. Really? So in in one game, in one game, people have this. How many people? 40, 42 people have decided that Henrik Mkhitaryan after one game was the worst player we've we had this season. He was Jesus so bad we sent him to Rome. There's only two right. people that didn't that had no votes. And that was uh Mainsley and Martinelli. That sounds about right. Well that's that's because they've heard about Mainsley's mum. She'd be around there throwing fists that's at true. people. That's yeah. you. What right. idiot voted for Aubameyang? Oh, there's four idiots voted for oh, Aubameyang. Femi, Femi was one of them because he got them the wrong way around. He thought <gasps> he was the best done. player of the season. So, uh, yeah, second place is Chris's favourite, number 29, Matthew Genduzzi, with 17% and 70 votes. Chris, how does that make you feel? It just shows the lack of intelligence of our listeners, really, doesn't it, to be honest? 
<laughs> but you know what it is. Ah, Yvonne is here. Hello, Yvonne. Um, I wasn't aimed at Yvonne. Don't don't make this about. Don't make it like I'm calling Yvonne out. That's harsh. I didn't mean that. I'm just she's. I'm just looking at the chat. So I'm going from window to window. And I hear people are saying, Oh, right, so, and then in uh, first place, number 10, Meza Ozil. That is the last thing he is ever going to win as an Arsenal player. Um, what, what do you think to the, the, the voting, Josh? Are you, um, are you saddened? Uh, well, I feel like to be worst player of the season, like Carl's kind of said, you've got to play some games, and Meza Ozil didn't really play many games for us. So I'm not sure he'd be the worst. I think Kalasinic is probably uh, would have been my one for it, to be honest, for worst player of the season. Because I thought he's been absolutely awful under every manager that we had this season. To be honest, he, he wasn't great. Um, Josh, no, Carl. Uh, Archie says, Ozil can't even get into friendlies. <laughs> uh, he's telling, to be honest, but maybe he's under two-week um, isolation. So, you know, um, you don't know where he spent his holidays. So... Yeah, um, I think we could we could talk for hours on the situation, and there's no point. He's just every manager this season hasn't fancied him, so there's got to be a reason for it. Um, yeah, like Josh said, you got to kind of play some games to be the worst, and he's just not in the squads. And I very much doubt we'll see him very often this season because I don't think he'll uh, play much. Can I end in tears? Who did you vote for, Chris? Uh, unfortunately, it kind of hurts me to say that, but you know, it is what it is. He's uh, he's not playing football, so he has to be kind of our worst player by default. Who do you vote for, Carl? Uh, Gwen Doozy. This is a prick. Who do you pick? Uh, I voted for Mikatarian. Because I thought it'd be funny. Because I remembered he played a game at the beginning of the season. Oh, I'm going to be a hit. And it wasn't, and it wasn't going to be Nacho because I love Nacho too much. Uh, well, so yeah. Well, I voted Urzel, Gwenduzi, Mkhitaryan as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Right. The next award is the best podcast guest award. 255 votes. See if it's changed. No, it was still 255. Previous seasons for the best podcast guest is uh, Lana won it last year with 18%. Gav won it before that with 15%. Gav before that with 25%. Um, FK won it. How did he FK win it two years? Oh, the first season we did this. I don't think we... we um, I don't know how FK's managed to do that. I'm sure he was with us for the first season. That's part of it. I don't know. Maybe I've typed my fat fingers. I've got it wrong. Anyway, so um, this is the... the, the the award that gets the most shenanigans before the podcast started. Uh, I was telling Carl and Josh, because Chris was late, I was telling them about where all the votes are coming from and they seem to be coming in, in bulk from uh, VPN style um, IP addresses. And so in, in I'm going to go down to fifth place. Actually, no, we're going to start with, uh, so uh, where should I start from? We'll go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eighth place is Raj. Four percent, sixteen votes, only did one show. Shame. Large. Raj is great. And then it's Drew with five percent with twenty-two votes. Then it's Femi, five percent with 10, 22 votes. Um, I feel a little bit let down there by Femi because I know he knows how to use a computer, so I'm surprised he didn't get a couple of hundred votes. Uh, <laughs> so good result. Fourth place, fifth place was Lee Judges from the same old Arsenal podcast, seven percent. 
Uh, Sophie was leading the way until some skullduggery and trickery was going on, and she had 9%, 39 votes. Third place, Mike from the Gooners podcast, Sexual Deviant, 9%, 41 votes. Second place, Gav from She War with 57 votes and 13%. But the winner, for the second time in a row, back-to-back winner is Lana with 18% of the votes and 80 individual votes. Chris, do you think she rigged it? Yeah, especially seeing as she's uh, she's she's overseas, so very easy way to rig that for me. Yeah. Josh, I do wonder whether Lana did manage to vote, because every time we try and get on the hipsters, it's like trying to ring someone up at a telephone box, isn't it? It's an awful connection. So how do you think she managed that? Oh, I Brandon. think she did it on, yeah, DSL. Just, mm. uh, you know, just shouted down one end of a tin can and hoped that the internet picked it up. Uh, oh. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to say who I voted for. Or, this, or she might have uh, bribed John Welsh, who obviously we know John is very, very um, in tune with the tech world. So I'm calling shenanigans there. I think she probably bribed John and held him at knife point in a cupboard, and uh, and and that's why John's been so busy because he's literally been hand voting for her for months. Carl, if that's what you call it. Any basis in that? <laughs> it's uh, a new term on me, oh, hand voting. Hand voting. Oh. I love a good hand vote. There's only three people that have access to our website that can fiddle stuff. That's me, OG, and John. So well, there, you go, well, there, well, there you go, then. I rest my oh, case here. Is, uh, is, is John guilty? Yeah. He's guilty by association. Just look at, just look at his hands. Just, I was going to say, just by association, he's guilty. <laughs> yeah. Look at that there face. He's not guilty. John I mean, is guilty. I mean, but he's not that sort of person, is he? Like, he's not that sort of character, you know. Oh, well, like uh, he's not that kind of player, kind of thing. Yeah, he's not that sort of player. He's not that sort of character. He's, um, uh, no, I don't understand why people are going after him. He's just not that sort no. of player. He's, John will be uh, on soon, just saying, Do you know who I am? Yeah. Do you know who I am? And then trying to stuff, uh, Whatever it is, is it Greek Lira? I'm the captain of the Don't you know who I am? <laughs> I mean, the Greeks used to drank me, didn't they? Um, oh, here we go. Here is Sophie. Wait, I didn't win. Just waiting for the La La Land Moonlight Oscar moment. Read the envelope again. Lol. Actually, I'm just going to see if she's rigged it properly. Going to go. Going to have a recount. It was 255 votes. It's 256. As, no. as I voted for Sophie, I'd just like to add. So <laughs> I got you, yeah. Sophie. Oh, dear, Sophie. We are so sorry about that. Um, we, 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 uh, Sophie and I are, are going to have a chat at some point, Danny, that I'm sure you'd like to be a part of. I shall have to I shall have to fill you in on, on that. It's not nothing to do with football, but it's something that I know you'll enjoy listening to. Well, if Sophie's on it, I'm in. Archie mm. says, someone been taking money under the table. Another rowl for fuck's sake. Um, something nice for Chris. Keftan says, good evening all. Dope haircut, Chris. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Keftan. See, someone's got some taste in this chat box. Um, you know. Any, any like, fans like... of Skrillex out there, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, so, what is it? One of my mates said, you look very American History X. I was like, I'm not sure how to take that, to be honest. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not sure that's, I'm not sure that's a good thing. It's the beard that's gone. I was, I was told by people that I looked homeless, so... It's it's all gone. It's all gone. It's all gone. And I had a handful of it. Check out my Instagram. It's, it didn't look horrible. I mean, it was. It smelled wonderful because I've been conditioning it, but it was like lots of pubes. Um, Femster says, thanks for all 22 votes. I think he's thanking himself 22 times there. Uh, Mike Hertz says, Sophie was class when she appeared. Sophie is going to be on a 
um john miami gunas podcast that is john and one other person if you don't know it's uh 305 cast on twitter go and have a look at that he had drew on he's had me on um i think he might have had tom um he's had some really good people on and it's just just john grilling and they, they, i love those kind of things um, so, sorry sorry what grilling john. grilling grilling right sorry yes. okay. <laughs> I know there's lots of oil there, but there's no need to do any drilling. Uh, Loki says, Gav. Nikki Wilson says, fuck. Yep. He was good. uh, now says, burn him at the stake. Uh, I'm not sure if he's still talking about you or not. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) And fair enough, if so. Uh, Mike Hertz says, I can't believe Sophie didn't win. Boycott the pod. That's a fair shout. Uh, Sophie says, loving the new hair, Chris. Fuck's sake. You're gonna to have to put your camera on camera off while you have a little moment to yourself. No, I do it during. I'm doing it now. <laughs> uh, and Luca uh, Kolakusic just says solid five point five for the hair, Chris. <laughs> Don't know on about how much of it covers your head, or how much of your head is covered with hair, or I mean, whether generally rating it. There's a lot of forehead. What can I say? <laughs> Nothing. I have a lot no. myself. I, I still, I'm still nowhere near the levels of 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 mercury that josh is though i'm still quite jealous of that that's that's yeah. a strong look and and i can't i can't compete with that right the there. next it's taking me longer and longer to wash my face that's all i can say <laughs> Wait, another award that is new for this season is the arsenal villain of the season award you could pick one uh in it's third place in the third place spurs just for being spursy hashtag spursy they've got 20 votes and 10 percent second place which i'm quite gutted about mesut Ozil, 35 votes and 18 percent but the winner which is the only thing this boat will also ever win at this club is unai emery 34 percent of the votes and 67 votes carl did you vote for emery i didn't actually. I voted for Spurs just for being Spurs because fucking minute, like really and truly. But <laughs> I'm actually quite disappointed that Mesut Ozil second. Like really and truly, what has he done that's bad apart from be shit at football and not be picked? Like it's not his fault. I mean, that's to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At a football club, I put that as, as the role of professional footballer being shit at football isn't really a great and ringing endorsement. Well, not, you know. No. That's, not his fault he's falling from grace. I, well, I don't know, maybe it's his fault. But I, if I did have another vote, it would have been Unai Emery because that man absolutely done what John Walsh just the girls on Friday nights ruined us. All right, no, he um from the beginning of the previous season, 2018, 2019, he um wasn't good for us and then beginning of this season destroyed us so he definitely deserved to win Chris who did you vote for? VAR and I say it's controversial because for me that was a clear winner except the Spursy because I kind of get that but VAR for me I mean we got how many Jesus we got fucked more times than well but um yeah, I mean, we, we did have quite a few go against us, didn't we? If you look back at the catalogue, um, you know, Jorginho springs to mind. That twat who chopped Pepe in half at West Ham. Um, what was the other one? There was another one. All the penalties that Man United got when they were losing. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, without without those pens, Bruno Fernandes doesn't have a career, does he? Bless him. So, um, yeah, I, I just, yeah, VAR for me was the one because we got, screwed over and over again with us. So. But on the flip side, we did have some good times. Like, um, 
I want to say Man United okay. away, yeah. Yeah, Bamiang. Yeah. Um, also, there's someone else. Let's go. Good point, Thumbsday. Yeah, the Socrates goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, Same. I'm not saying it evened it out. I'm not going to do that stupidness. But, you know, I think it was. I think VAR wasn't too bad for us. Like, as, as much as we gained, as much as we we won. Yeah, we definitely, you know, that um, was it Chambers? Mm. Oh, yeah, that one was the worst one I think I've ever seen. That was ridiculous. Yeah. Josh, what's your thoughts on it? Well, I would have voted for Mike Riley, but <laughs> and there were, to be fair, there were two others that uh, I think people would have known. I definitely wouldn't have voted. I'd also like to know who the two people, the two absolute psychopaths that voted for Gunnosaurus. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's an absolute travesty. We need those IP addresses, uh, Danny, and you to hand those directly to the authorities. That's Danny himself, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he might be. And there's a lot of hard drives to go through in Danny's place. Oh, God, uh, no, that's not. That's <laughs> not there, that But, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I voted for Unai um, because, yeah, I think he was the biggest villain. Because as much okay. as people could, you know, have a go at the Cronkies, at least they fucking sacked him. Um, one of the I found, I've had a look at the IP address for Gunsaurus voter. One was at wannado.fr, typical French, probably wanted to eat him. And the other one was uh, 67.83.0. So, uh, what's, your, what's your IP address, Danny? I don't have one. I have the internet. One zero. <laughs> I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna blame John again, I think, to be honest. It's the default mechanism, it's blame John. Oh, here we go. Mike Hertz is uh, taking things seriously. Uh, question um, for the chat room. Oh, he's asking everybody. Did Ozil deserve the wage uh, based on his football or his marketability when he signed the new deal in your option, in your opinion? Someone want to answer that? Marketability, because some of that is his um, image rights. We bought them from him. So, yeah, a bit of both. Yes. Go on, Danny. Anyway. You, you know you're on the show, right? <laughs> I was uh, I was just telling um, uh, Avon asked me what's my password, and so I replied, "My password is this is not my password," which is my favourite password. Um, my brother is having trouble with the uh, the people who do his care, uh, be it the government or the local care authority, and so he's made up a new email address. It's called "You are trying to fucking kill me" at Google Mail at google.com and when he tells them is it their his email address they get the right old hump so yeah never mind oh so says no votes for AFTV as best villain no one suggested that but we don't want to get them on our case we uh don't Robbie coming around here and he's looting kick kicking off do we that would that wouldn't be right at all <laughs> although there's loads of pictures of Robbie back in the ancient days wearing Arsenal kits on being mean no we don't we don't no, don't really care about what they do if uh, you want to pay me that much money, I'll do exactly the same thing. Chris, will you dress up as a part? Oh, too late. Um, right. <laughs> Anybody got any further things to say about uh, the vote for the... I don't need that up anymore, do I? I've, I've grasped on it with someone in France. Fill in the season, winner, Unai Emery. Well, there you go. I doubt very much you'll be winning that back-to-back. Uh, the next award is Game of the... Back to Serious Ones, Game of the Season Award. Last season, it was the 4-2 v Spurs. 
One before that, we beat Spurs 2-0. Before that, we beat Chelsea 2-1 in the FA Cup final. One before that, beat Man United 3-0 in the Premier League. That's fake news. That never happened. And the one before that was the 4-0 win against Aston Villa in the FA Cup final. So, in third place, with six votes, Liverpool 5, Arsenal 5. I'm not sure that was a game of the season, but this is what you... I asked you people for ideas, and this is what you gave me. This is what I'm working with. Uh, second place, the FA Cup semi-final. A genuinely magnificent game. 43 votes. Um, Arsenal 2, Man City nil, And the winner with 68% and 130 votes. Arsenal 2, Chelsea 1. Chris, any surprise of any of those? No, to be honest with you. Um, I think, yeah, the, the, the standout one for me was the winner. So... Yeah, no, I, I, I can I can stand by these votes. I'm surprised, Carl. I'm surprised the uh, the Liverpool win didn't get further up. It only got um, it got uh, five votes for the two one Premier League win against Liverpool, which I thought uh, was me, magnificent. Me being one of them because that's what I voted for. Because yeah. yeah. I thought that was an absolutely brilliant. I mean, Liverpool were on some you know juggernaut of a uh, of a ride. They were steamrolling, only to be met by the brick wall that is Arsenal. Um, I thought it was uh, a very good game. I mean, I didn't have much have much hopes for it. I'll be very honest with you, but you know, um, it was a good game, and I'm really surprised that we didn't uh, take it up uh, more votes. That is what it is. Joshy like boy, said, they know nothing. Yeah, uh, I couldn't think of any of the games that happened pre lockdown, other than maybe the five five. I don't think there were uh, any. I think we were living in a simulation. They didn't actually happen. No, didn't have that many good games before pre-lockdown. Yeah, I, yeah, because mainly you and I, Emery was our manager. That's exactly. why. <laughs> 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 uh, so yeah, um, what can I say? Uh, I voted for the final. Uh, it made sense as much as you know expectations of us not beating City. It was just funny to see Fat Frank cry afterwards, <laughs> wasn't tears. it? Tears yeah, and just dabbing him away with the croissant. Just... <laughs> Tears of lard. Oh, uh, have you answered yeah. your thoughts on this, Chris? I think you did, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, anything interesting going on on uh, the world of um, pirate Snapchat? No, no, it's all quiet actually. Um, I, I actually, to be perfectly honest with you, I was just looking up to see if the uh, Chicago Fire game was on Sky later on because I forgot it's there. First home game at Soldier Field tonight, so I was just trying to find out if that was on. <sighs> Soz. Excellent. Uh, no username required. I'll tell you three who that is. It's someone we like a lot. Um, has said, Danny, game of the season is not the same as performance of the season. 5-5 against Liverpool was an awesome game. There you go. Now, what did I call it? Yeah, did I... It was a great game, but it's what we're judging on. Hmm. Well, it's, yeah, it's, what, it's what we're... Like, the FA Cup final is the standout one because it's what we're judging on in terms of what we've watched, isn't it? Like, what we've enjoyed, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Certainly. So it was it was an entertaining game, without a doubt, but was it really a, a standout? Well, well, I'm going to go and do some research later and do a tweet that no one gives a damn about. I'm going to find out the last time that we beat Liverpool, Man City, Man United and Chelsea in the same season because right. in the later Wenger days, it was all we couldn't beat the top five. I'm not including Spurs in that because they're not their shit. I would go back to probably the invincible season and that's what I think. I don't think before then we have, or after, sorry, after then, that we've beaten all those in one season. No, it's because Chelsea were a proper club after them, weren't they? Before then, they were just <laughs> like... Oh, Josh, Josh, can we... Sorry. sorry. When were Chelsea ever a proper club? 
they were bought for a pound for fuck's sake oh that's true <laughs> so that you know true. come on <laughs> come there you on go. now I still remember, as will Danny, as will Carl, Josh, probably a bit before your time. But I, I still remember when Arsenal went to Stamford Bridge and someone had to go and fetch the ball that bounced onto the car roofs behind the shed end if you kick the ball over the goal because they used to have cars parked behind the, the shed end goal. Danny, remember that? I was parked there in my little blue nonce machine. Oh, great days. There you go. Uh, See? That's how much of a real club they are. Will GC2000 Chris and Josh look like two teenagers trying to convince Danny and Carl that they are old enough to come into a nightclub (laughs) (laughs) probably quite true actually yeah I'm definitely I've got a note from my mum I'm 18 (laughs) I think I'm nearly old enough to be Josh's dad actually that's quite that's the the worry thought for all of us yeah although Josh he's in his late 40s he's actually in his uh, mid 20s I think aren't you I thought he was 40 Mid, oh, no, mid, mid, mid oh. is pushing it. <laughs> mid is doing a lot of service now. No, it's nearly the big three zero. Nearly the uh, big three zero. Lord, yes. Uh, Mike hurts. Hit that like button, boys and girls. Yeah, you can do if you want. It, uh, the more the more likes it gets, the more chance that we will have to um, put this nonsense onto other innocent people who don't know what they were looking for. <laughs> who just searched for Arsenal and then got us and imagine. Oh, imagine the scene. Imagine the disappointment when they come across it. <laughs> <laughs> right. They're like, oh, no, I'd really like to get some tactical insight and some real interest on stats and figures, and then you just got us for... Danny so talking about his box oh. machine. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. right. Final award, goal of the season. We look back at previous ones of this, which were done in a different order. Uh, Arsenal goal of the year. Um, last season, Ramsey in the 5-1 win at Fulham. Season before that, Ramsey with a 4-1 win at uh, Moscow, CSK Moscow. Season before that, Giroud with a 2-0 win over Palace. Was that his scorpion kick? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, lovely. The uh, year before that, Matty Flamini with a screamer away at Spurs in the League Cup. Uh, that, that still is stinging um, the, the people's hands, just looking at it. And the first one was Aaron Ramsey in the 4-1 win against Galatasaray in the Champions League. What's that? What's that? That's the one he shinned in from about yeah. 40 yards. Champions League. I've heard of it. <laughs> Sounds like made up nonsense. Uh, right. Uh, real sure. Some of the fun. I'm surprised that Pepe, um, his two free kicks against uh, Victoria Guimarães in the Europa League, between them, they got one vote. They, they were both brilliant. Were fucking, but... No, no, no. They were they, basically they, free kicks. They were just... they, yeah, but they, they were they were brilliant free kicks, and and it was the time they were scored in. But it was largely a terrible game in a terrible period of our season, and like you know, that's kind of the way you look at it, isn't it? Like if they, if they'd have won an FA Cup final, we'd have felt quite differently about them compared to what we feel now. Mm, true. Oh, um, so uh, Suarez, Chris, your man, your man player of the season, his goal against Norwich got uh, four votes. I take it you was one of them. Legend, absolutely. It's only only battered by uh, Kieran Tierney's uh, shinner uh, oh. against Watford. That was a belter. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, there was no better goal this season. In fact, in fifth, in fifth place, uh, Willock's goal against Liverpool, which uh, people have easily forgotten how good that was. I loved it. Yeah, it was a brilliant goal. Absolute mm-hmm. banger. Uh, in fourth place, Arsenal being the the Bants club that we are, Kamada, his goal against Arsenal for Eintracht Frankfurt that got Emery the sack. That got 11 votes. 
Oh dear. Third place, Lacazette in the 2-1 loss to Spurs. We won't talk about that. Martinelli was in second place in the 2-2 against Chelsea, at Chelsea in the Premier League. Um, is that where he came on as a sub? No, he started. Yeah. Oh. Maybe I'm thinking of another one. And then uh, another, yet another. Aubameyang, are you watching this? You've won all the awards. Uh, Aubameyang's second goal in the 2-1 FA Cup final win over Chelsea. 76 votes and 40% of the votes. Carl, what do you make of that? I voted for the Lacazette goal just because it's against Spurs. I don't think anyone knows my hatred of that club. Like, I actually hate them. Like, oh, that. no, I'm with you. I would actually passion. So, if there's any, like, you know, when you go on Twitter and you see, like, any little poll and it's against Spurs, I couldn't care less who is going to win the poll. As long as it's against Spurs, then I'm voting against them. Like, I actually hate that club and I cannot wait for them to go out of business when they can't pay for their stadium. And Harry Kane is playing up front for Man United and Daniel Levy is carted off to jail because the repo men are come to take that big cock off their roof. Coming up next week on ABW, Carl tells us how he really feels. <laughs> oh, I hate that club so much. It's unreal. No, are you going to really, be watching really do. that documentary when Mourinho is dropping C-bombs and everything? You know, um, the thing is, I was I was thinking about it, and I just thought, I don't want to give them airtime. That's like, exactly I don't want to give them any airtime. Like, I don't want them... Just go on Twitter and just wait for all the memes to fall through like we have in Man City. So you'll kind of be able to watch it by default, but you'll be able to watch the select highlights. So, um, yeah, I think that'll be the... Because we, did, we didn't beat them during that period that they were filming, did, did we? No. Nah. Nah, see, nah. that would have been... That would have been... That would have been, wouldn't it? That would have been fantastic. Although we might get to laugh at them celebrating a draw against us. So mm. maybe that'll be on there perhaps levels people we could, level. well we at least we get to see them sacking their most successful manager oh yeah that's true of recent yeah, times because he um, won um all those trophies yeah mm. oh yeah nothing that's that's young who no one knows his first name he's won more trophies at arsenal than harry kane has won his entire career <laughs> i mean harry kane struggles to speak properly let alone win trophies so i mean not really a big surprise that one is it so trophies off cheers Soph. Uh, unlucky for not winning. You uh, you had my vote. Cheers, um, Yes. Oh, they're talking about um, Willian and the free kicks, saying that winning is right foot, Pepe's left foot. Should have an advantage when it comes to free kicks. Oh, Michael in Sweden says, don't forget the Audi Cup. Oh, the Audi Cup. Yeah, there's the, the, that's yeah the, all the heritage that goes with it as well. Let's not forget that. They're, they're, oh, yeah. And they've retained it this year, don't forget. Mm. I mean, that's, that's big. That's oh, big yeah. strides. So. Mm, by default. Yeah, yeah, big strides. What a fucking tin bob club! What tin bob twat of a club they are. Certainly, yeah. Are. I mean, if they're counting that, Newcastle have got what a cup every season because I think they still have the um, what's the European Cup that you won a certificate for? Into Toto. That's Into the one. <laughs> I think they're the reigning, they're the reigning holders of that. <laughs> oh, uh, I, Lana's just told me to fuck off. By the way, so um, she's obviously watching and has um, has found out has found out about. Uh, her uh, her her secret is out that all the votes were rigged. So she's she's upset that that our secret has been cast amongst you all. Sad times. Um, right. So uh, what else have we got to talk about? Uh, I don't think we've got anything else to talk about. I think that that's done it. We have got a, a special coming up. Uh, Carl, you're doing one in the next couple of days. Do you want to keep it a secret, or do you want to tell people what it's going to be about? It's up to you. We'll keep it a secret. Oh, 
saucy. Chris, you you've got one coming up as well, haven't you? Um, one, possibly two, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, both. You'd probably be surprised to know that will involve French footballers or players from the French league. league. Nonsense. What happened, last, what happened last Saturday? Mm-hmm. Yeah, minor my, my blip. Minor blip. We'll be back. It's fine. It's all yeah, fine. It's PSG as we. Everybody in France hates them. No, not at all. Not at all. Every, everyone bar Marseille was was behind it for behind them for French football's sake. So nobody wants PSG to win. If it had been Leon, we all would have wanted Leon to win. Listen to um, there's a wonderful podcast called French Football Weekly. The host is magnificent. You should listen to last night's episode, Danny. We discussed that in great depth. So uh, you might learn something, but of course you don't listen to the content I provide for you. So why would you listen? <laughs> What's this? Uh, stop plavering on. What's this other thing you're going to do? This other. Um, well, there's there's one obviously with uh, I'm going to be chatting to Jeremy Smith, who's of that parish, um, about Gabriel Megalish when that gets completed, which I believe has already been completed. Well, I know has been completed, but they haven't announced it yet. So when that it. happens, um, I believe it's over the media side because they've got to do all the photographs and all that bollocks. He's um, in as well. And he, and he won't be able to play with us for 14 days, yeah. I just need a you know, really long lens. That'd be fun. Or just chuck him to um, chuck him over to what's his name's house and do it on the couch like William. Just, uh, just Google Maps, be fine. Google uh, Arsenal fans have already got it. Eddie Longbridge Jesus. was brilliant yesterday. That was so good. <laughs> that, those tweets. Um, yeah, and yeah, and the other one, I'll keep I'll keep quiet for now, Danny, because uh, it, it will happen, but I don't know when. It's with somebody quite highbrow, quite high up in the old journalistic um, uh, sphere. So yeah, I'll keep that one close to me chest. Simon Collins. Dave. No, no, I said I said I said high up, Carl. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Not there yet. Dave Atkinson. Tottenham's decade of dominance, zero trophies. Arsenal's decade of failure, four trophies. I think that sums it all up. Josh, will you be doing any specials on your daily poos? Uh, not on my daily poos, but I, I'll be. Uh, I think I'm turning up for Carl's secret podcast. And didn't you say that, uh, that we can do some hipster stuff? I say we, not me. Oh, uh, if Chris can find a day that I can do. Yeah, which, we which plan to do this week. Not but any time this week. Yeah, we, we're going to try and sit down next week and, and wrestle a day together, aren't we? So, yeah, we're going to do some some hipsterisms. So, yeah, that should be good. Mike Hertz, we'll go for a couple of these questions. Uh, Carly says, best redemption story, Jack or Mustafi? And I'd put Sabios into that as well. All shocking uh, first half of the season. I think, Jacques, come on now. You've gone from telling the fans to fuck off to <laughs> literally almost leaving the club to being one of our most important players of the season. That is a, a very good redemption story. So, definitely, Jacques. Uh, Josh? Uh, I'd say... I'd say Mustafi. Just yeah, to be yeah. difficult. Um, I think the, the return or just what we've seen from him in this time. I don't think many people would have said going into a cup final that we were going to miss Mustafi if you'd told them that would have been the case earlier in the season. And I think Xhaka completely was within his rights to tell us to fuck off. Because yeah. we're twats. <laughs> <laughs> Speak for yourself. What do you think, Chris? Um, yeah, I, I think probably both, both of those two would be a fair shout, really. I mean... Yeah, Shaka was was gone, really, wasn't he? He was gone, and uh, and and how um, how he turned that around, and I, I think 
not not just in his attitude, but his performances. Because talk is cheap. You know, anyone can say, "Oh, yeah, sorry," you know, and and toe the party line, and maybe have a good PR team. <clears throat> um, but uh, yeah, if you if you go out there and you show it on the pitch, I think it takes a lot of bollocks to to get out there and go and perform in front of people that essentially wanted your blood. Um, uh, pun intended. See what I did there, blood. Um, but yeah, a lot of people um, wanted him out, and and yeah, I was one of them. I'm, I freely admit, I, I I still think we could we could do better, Thiago Alcantara for one. But um, when you when you when you have that that kind of phoenix from the flames moment, then you ride that wave, and and fair play to him, I think for that one. But Josh makes a good point, Mustafi as well. I, th- I think Xhaka's performances were more key than Mustafi's, but um, yeah, I, I I think Mustafi has he's at least um, he's at least got his reputation back, and and to be fair, he he took an awful lot of shit as well, and and again didn't bite, just got on with it, hard work and, and improved. So fair play to him. And I'd pick Ceballos. Um, yeah, be another shit loan. Turned out he was the uh, key part of our season. Phil Macker asks a more. I think it's more of a statement. Is the funniest moment of the year when we found out Spurs had to play three games to get into the Europa League group stage, especially after Mourinho danced like a twat when he thought they'd really qualified. But they are going to have to play Red Star Parcels, a team from Wales that will get you six hundred points in Scrabble, and um, I don't know some team from. Uh, out of Mongolia. It's hilarious, isn't it? They're going to get to pieces, Carl. Oh, I can't wait. I, I genuinely can't wait. And then half the squad gets coronavirus. No one dies, by the way. No, I don't want no one to die. But they were to, <laughs> to self-isolate and then they get fined from the league, miss six games, dock the points. Then they go down to the championship, stadium repossessed, and then they have to share stay. with Enfield Town. And then we get a new car park in North London. Oh, it'd be the dream, wouldn't it? Um, Eva, you two got anything to say on um, Spurs and their qualifying, qualifying, qualifying round? Third qualifying round for the Europa League group stage? I, the, only, the only thing I have to say about it is I love that meme. And forgive me, I don't know the artist's name. I don't know the... Uh, I'm not down with the kids, as they say, but there's that that rapper who's sort of in the studio going... And then everyone always says that's Tottenham's first opponent in the uh, in, in the qualifying rounds. So um, anyone who's down with the kids will know that meme. But yeah, I mean, it's just funny, isn't it? I think what will be the, the problem is is that as much as I don't like to admit it, they'll get through those qualifying rounds even if they put out their their under twelves. So unfortunately, we'll have to face the grim reality that they will make it through. But let's hope not. Um, let's hope that a few of them uh, break limbs and 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 never return to football ever again due to the shame of it. And I mean, yeah, Harry, maybe... Kane, Harry Kane's gonna get his uh, ankle injury. That he gets every. Oh yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, that one. Uh, I don't, I don't even. We don't even know, do we? That the draws have not been made. We don't know about European travel. I mean, I, I don't know where you can fly and where you can't fly anymore. I, I don't really understand the rules. I suppose you can go by road, but I don't know. It's weird. Well, they have really started doing the Europa League early stages. Um, yeah, Celtic one the other night. Uh, yeah, they've got quite a few of them have been done. Some of these teams, I swear, the names have been made. I won't even bore you with it, Josh. Thoughts on that? Uh, thoughts on Spurs? I don't really want to get in the airtime. It's an Arsenal podcast. Beautiful. Um, I, I, Luca, went, 
I went full cool. hipster the other night, Danny. I watched Floriana of Malta play uh, Dan Petrescu's uh, CFR Cluj. Remember Dan Petrescu? Dan Petrescu, Sheffield Wednesday. I'm leaving Sheffield Wednesday. I want to go and play for Chelsea because Hullet is there. That's the Badger. Yeah, um, yeah. Watch them in the Maltese league on a plastic pitch. Uh, they lost one 0 unfortunately. But, Talking uh, yeah. of Malta or Cyprus, Danielson's gone to Cyprus or Malta, hasn't he? Always sorry, 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 sorry. Can we just go back? Talking of Malta or a completely different fucking country? No, they're all fucking what? They're lovely and warm. They're both small islands. He's got you there. I mean, yeah, I'll do that much. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. he's, he's gone there, which is uh, which is amazing. He's, he's, he's gone there, Danielson. How is he? What the he fat is one now or? playing for Salima Wanderers, and oh. they are from Malta. Yeah, I was going to say Salima's in Malta, yeah. Yeah, they finished fifth last season or sometime before that. He is with the Brazilian legend Gabriel Duarte and the Ghanaian legend Neil Ashong. Oh, and the Italian legend Juri Sissotti. Bless you. you So, uh, taking the uh, the league by storm there, which Uh, is uh, another ex Arsenal on the move. John Terrell signed for Birmingham today as well. Did he play them before? He did. We sent him on loan there, I think. He was on loan there, yeah, and he's just yeah. gone from Hull, was it? He was at before? Yeah, and he can join Mainsley in the Midlands. Oh, good. Mainsley if we need to talk about that. Good times. Uh, Lucas is, uh, makes an interesting point how a lot of Arsenal players had kids nine months after Emery got sacked. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think we'll say nothing about that. Uh, yeah, you know what we should say something about? Gone. Um, that our captain has never been arrested. I just want to put that out there, just in That's case anybody is wondering that our captain yeah. has lifted the FA Cup. Other captains have have to lift himself off the floor of a jail cell. And then try and way that out goes for that go, That's also the same for another captain in North London, isn't it? I that's think it might one that might, might, might not have been that one. Yeah. yeah, that one. Yeah, the one that, that and the stuff mm. and the things and the yeah, yeah, that one. I, I have a feeling that Harry Maguire's um, issues will be very quietly swept under a, a nearby rug, don't you all? I, I have a feeling. Uh, that a bit, is. yeah, a bit like another ex-Man United centre back who was caught doing what was it, 140 miles an hour on the A27. Was that yes. the same one? Yeah. Was that the same one that um, often is quite crap at punditry and, and likes a little sniff of certain substances? Allegedly. Well, the, uh, the only... Six bands, one for drink six driving, bands. and still oh, allowed yeah. to go again. Imagine if you had a licence, Chris, and you did that. You'd be locked up with McConaughey. I mean, giving me licences is, is the worst idea ever. But yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. So mental. now for him, to be fair, Ollie will always be at the wheel. Never him. Uh, <laughs> hey, I see what you did there. <laughs> Um, finally before we go Archie says thoughts on Ainsley Carl what do you think are you sad if he goes I'll be honest with you the thing is as I'm going to speak I know what Josh's reply is going to be so I'm just going to say it anyway (laughs) I think it's a mistake letting him go because I think every single team needs a squad player a player that can genuinely play in any position at the time of need however I'm going to leave Josh to say what he's going to say, but I personally think it's a mistake. Oh, uh, well, Mainsley going. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's just, he's a squad player, isn't he? I think this is more, as much as I'd like to keep him, I'm pretty sure he probably wants to play a bit of football and 
we've signed well we've got two right backs in Bellerin and Cedric so he's not going to play there he's not there yet is he so at the moment we've got two right backs we're signing another left footed centre back so Tierney won't have to ever come back to play left back if we get rid of Klasnich that's just what Ainsley is um, back up left wing back and then maybe he'll play in midfield but when we were struggling for midfielders, he never went. You know, Arteta didn't think of playing him there. No. So I think just to get football, yeah. And I think he'll do great things at Wolves. But I think ultimately, he's probably, he's a player that's not going to progress us up the table. He's always seems like someone that is steadily, you know, a squad player in the team that's going to finish eighth or ninth consistently. Mm. Uh, it doesn't strike me as anything else from there. Um, also allows Wolves to send one of their players out on loan as well in Morgan Gibbs-White but yeah mm, uh, Chris I think it's a shame I like the bloke I like uh, like Carl saying we need a Jules Gramandi we need a Remy Gard we need a Perry Grove someone who can play in lots of different positions and it's just sad that he's going uh, one of our own yeah I, I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm torn on this one because I, I don't I I I think we have to remember this is a fringe player, and and I think I think the reason why everyone's got is losing their marbles over this is because it's an academy kid and he's one of our own and all that. And I get that, and I get that he's a utility player and he worked his balls off towards the end of the season. But like, no offense, um, to you know, to him or whatnot, but that was his job. You know, this is the same player who essentially put a nail in his coffin by saying, "I don't want to play out of position." You know, you give any of us for the opportunity to play for Arsenal, I'd say I'd play in the bloody toilets or whatever, like just to represent the club. And and I th- I'm not saying that I'm not saying that he couldn't have said that to Arteta or or at the time Emre in private. But when that when when he went public with that statement, I think he sort of signed his own death warrant because he was essentially saying it's not only Arsenal but any other employers. I want to play midfield and that's it. Um, and and I think if you're Alfonso Davies is, is a, a prime example to sort of speak of a player of the moment. He was playing left back at, at the Vancouver Whitecaps. And then when he was brought to Bayern Munich, they developed his talent and turned him into, you know, one of the most sort of sought after left wingers in, in, in Europe or world, world football right now. So Ainsley needed to do his, his um, what's the word? His education, I guess, at fullback. Mm. But when you looked at our squad, as Josh said, you know, he, he wasn't, He's not even in our strongest team right now. He doesn't get in our strongest eleven. Um, so yeah, don't get me wrong. I think if it was a choice between keeping him and and selling him over somebody else or other players, I'd probably look to keep him. But at the same time, um, I don't agree with all these people that are saying Suarez, uh, Cedric Suarez is crap mm. because he's not. He's a proven international footballer with a, a lot of experience. And and personally, I don't think I've got anything to do with Maitland Niles. I think we'd already made our mind up. He's the most one of the most sellable assets we've got in terms of financial uh, clout because of his English pedigree and and, and allegiance. Um, and let let me just sort of sum it up by saying this: if we sell Ainsley Maitland-Niles and either one of Thiago, unlikely, but Husamawar or Thomas Partey or a another high-profile midfielder is in our midfield next year, nobody will give a monkey's two games in. Nobody. <laughs> Yeah, messy naturally. <laughs> so if, if what I'm saying is, if 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 selling Ainsley Maitland-Niles funds a better, more established pr- uh, player that will that will take us on, um, I'd rather do it. Or indeed, if it pays for us to sign Danny Ceballos, then then let him go. And as Josh said, 
sometimes you've got to think about the player. He he might he might have enjoyed the end of the season, but he might have said to Mikel, you know, I want to try something new. So it's it's not it's yeah. not the end of the world. I think we're all I say we're all, I think we're all quite balanced in here, but I think a lot of our fans have have gone a bit off the deep end for what is essentially a squad player. Yeah, imagine I do like it, but, yeah. If we came into next season and we still got the same midfield, exactly. don't mind Tobias exactly. isn't one of our players at the moment. Exactly. At the moment, El Nenny is filling his role. And played uh, very well tonight, by uh, the way, against you know MK Dons. Mm, but yeah, exactly. And then so, I think that I think we'd be going mental if you know October the fifth come or sixth comes round, transfer windows closed, and we've got a twenty million pound sellable asset exactly. whose pure role is backup emergency left back mm. and wing back. I think. Yeah, it's sad that you say it's one of our own, but squads are bigger than they used to be now. Mm. With I can only see the subs benches getting bigger. You know, in Italy, they can name a 12-man subs. So you don't need these kind of specialists. When you used to have three subs or five subs max, mm. then yeah, it was more of an issue. And you needed like a, a Grimondi or a Ray Parler who could play in multiple positions so that yeah. when you stick them on your bench, you're like, great. If our right winger goes down, we've got bring on Ray Parler. If our centre mid goes down, bring on Ray Parler. We have mm. that option. But I don't think we need it anymore. Yeah. And you, and you don't you don't have to be you don't have you know like saying that saying I'm not I'm not sitting here saying oh he's fucking shit and I hate him. Get rid of him. I'm not saying that. He's a good he's good solid player as is Rob Holding as is Callum Chambers but if the right money comes in particularly as an English premium you you've got to you've got to do that deal it's clear that Mikel Arteta and, and Edu are, are trying to rebuild this squad I I actually think uh, I don't know if Carl agrees uh, you you can follow me on here Carl if you like but I feel like we're with all the changes in behind the scenes and the player turnover this summer I actually think Mikel has, has essentially gone to Edu this summer and said you know what I thought this was a two-year, three-year project. We've won the FA Cup. We've made huge strides forwards. You know, we're finally going to actually keep a player that we wanted to keep rather than having to sell him on in, in Aubameyang. We've got a really good forward line. Let's go ham this summer and, and let's try and push on next summer. I think when Arteta came in, I think his um, his briefing would have been, we need to be back in the Champions League within two seasons. I think Mikel's looking at it now and going... What let, let's let's go for it. Let's try and get back in the Champions League in one season. And if that means we've got a, you know, balls out a little bit, we can't compete with the Chelsea's of this world. Who you know clearly just taken FFP, fucked it sideways, backwards, and in the arse three times and shat it out. Bless them. Um, you can't compete with that. But what you can do is you can move on your squad players, which makes room for wages and potentially a, a huge signing in midfield that we really need. And and that that could be so vital. And and how exactly what Josh said? How would we feel if we if we retained Maitland Niles and then watched Thomas Party, for example, sign for you know City? I mean, how would we feel then? We, we'd look we'd look silly. Hundred percent, and and I, and I I kind of agree. We, you know, I, I know that Arsenal are very heavy on the wage side, and you know there are a few players that we could get rid of, and. Uh, you know, without a doubt, we, we've got, what, nine centre-backs or something silly like that. So, mm. at least minimum of three or four of them will go, no matter what. Yeah. So, we're going to have to free up stuff. Um, you're right. And I, I agree that Ainsley Maitland-Niles has got the English premium. So, I think anything above 20 million is is a bonus with add-ons. Mm. I just, I, I fear that what I don't want to happen to Arsenal is... Um, us to get stuck and by that I mean 
Kieran Tierney is injury prone. No, no matter what way you look at it, he's injury prone. So, and I'm not saying you should just keep him just in case um, someone goes down. I mean, Chris, I guess I'll hit back to you. Your answer to this question: um, There's there's rumours of um, Bellerin going to PSG. How how strong are those rumours? Or how likely is it that that could happen? They're strong to the degree that 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 the agent's player or the that, the agent's player, the player's agent has already spoken to PSG, so that, that they're strong enough of that to for it to be a substantial rumor. But if I tell you that PSG are looking at uh, thir- fourteen fullbacks at the moment, that gives you an idea of the fact that he's not the only one they're looking at. Um, after the Champions League, they've essentially made it a point that they need to change their defense around. We know Thiago Silva's going to Chelsea, for example, um, and they were. They were exposed in the fullback areas. I think Bellerin would fit PSG in terms of his profile. Um, the one thing I worry about with Hector is has he gone a bit stale with us? That's my only concern. Um, everybody talks about his, his lack of pace, and, and you know he's not the same since since he came back. He had a, a career threatening injury. It's going to take a bit longer than you know six to eight months before he's back to full speed. But again. You know, throw this question to you guys. If if PSG come in and say, well, I don't think they're going to offer us this, but if they said, right, 35 million euros for Hector Bellerin, you'd have to give it serious consideration, wouldn't you, really? For a player we paid basically nothing for. I mean, yeah, you would, but you'd have to consider who we get in as well. Kid, Suarez, kid from Ajax. I forget his name, but Kid from Ajax. Oh, the guy. Yeah, because apparently Burkham is meant to be coming over. It's like a rumor show, anyway. <laughs> okay. but yeah, yeah. Um, and and there is that. Um, I don't know. You don't think that Hector's worth thirty-five mil? Oh no, no, I'm not. I'm not saying he isn't. I'm saying PSG haven't really got that much. Well, they have got, but with the FFP and everything that's going on, um, they'd have to shift a few first. So I'm, I'm, I don't think PSG. I, I think the days of. PSG sort of coming in and throwing huge... It's, it's a bit of a myth, actually, about PSG. They don't spend big money on players unless they're Mbappe Neymar level. They're the only two players they've spent... Everyone bangs on about, oh, they spend all this money, did it? They're, they're, most of their signings are free transfers and and low-end, you know, Idrissa Gay, uh, Paredes in midfield. They're not big signings. Um, even Draxler wasn't huge, huge money at, at layout. So... Then, then I don't think they're going to go in for a player like Hector and say, oh, here's 60, 70 mil. Um, I, I think Hector's probably on the market right now, I'd say about 25, 30 maybe tops. And that's your own? I'd say no less than 30. I mm. think he had to his age, his profile. The injuries, that's the thing, isn't it? You know, you're getting a guarantee of... I mean, unfortunately, yeah, there is that. I just think that selling Hector, one, I wouldn't be too mad at, if that makes sense, Um, Mm. just as long as a replacement is sought and he's of a better ilk than Hector is. And that's not me saying that uh, Hector Ben is rubbish. I do think he's lost the yard a bit. And I understand what you're saying, Chris, about, you know, he's had a a horrific injury. But sometimes, Mm. like you said, he just may have gotten a little bit stale and maybe he just needs... Uh, move somewhere else to to freshen up. To re- and, and the other thing you've got to look at as well is we're, we're a little bit light in fullback areas in terms of depth. When you said, you said like you've got Tierney who's had the injury problems, have you got the backup? And I, I, we're kind of the same on the opposite side because if you start Cedric, if you start Cedric, I mean, he's had some injury problems as well. Um, I would be, I would only be considering letting Hector go 
if we were going to bring in a young, talented, tyranny-esque right back who can understudy Suarez and work his way into the team, which is where this Ajax lad comes in, whose name, I believe, is Nusia uh, Mazari. Mazari? Maz, Maz, Mazari? Um, we just like yeah, very highly from a Swiss team, I want to say. Yeah, you know how we're getting in and bringing in a load of young talent before Brexit. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's, a, it's a bit of a crap. I'm, I'm not joking. That's that's what they're doing. They're no, you're right, up yeah, the talent because yeah. of the um, yeah the the rules the that rules are coming in, or not yeah. rules, the lack of rules. So yeah, um, I, I like I like the idea of having experienced fullbacks as well as young, exciting fullbacks. That, that I guess that's my point. I, that's why I'm so against these people that say, "Oh, Suarez is a waste of money." He's Premier League proven. He's experienced. He's an international footballer. Um, you mentioned earlier on, like the Gilles Grimondi. Oleg Luzhny style, a fullback, you know, I think he's better than those, in, in fairness. But he's he's a guy who can come in and if you need him to play 20 games a season, no dramas. A bit like um, when we had Debussy until he, his career was ended by that stoke twat. But um, yeah, I, I think you I think you need depth at fullback. But when I say depth, you don't just need two youngsters who are going to get rinsed. You need your first choice, a la Tierney, and then you need somebody, you know, I like we said with Maitland-Niles or Saka who can play the who can come in and do the job as an understudy, who's got a bit more experience. Probably why we signed Licksteiner, I know it didn't work out, but that kind of age profile player who can come in and do a job when needed. We don't really have that if we let Hector go, because he's got to be one of our most experienced players now, I guess, um, thinking yeah. about it. So didn't Xhaka yeah. play right back a few times for us at one point? No, he played left back. Oh, yeah, of course he did, yeah. Yeah. Um, as a right back, it was Mustafi and uh, yeah, Socrates played right back for us well, uh, when know. Arteta joined. Uh, I think he played a couple yeah. of games for us there, but yeah, he's not like a long term solution. There's other people yeah. we should be looking to kind of move on. It's just the, at the moment, I know there's players that we kind of say we want to get rid of, you know, like the likes of Kalasanic. Well, at the moment, whilst he's still here, he's our backup left back. Yeah, we need until him until we, we, until we can, yeah, until we can shift him. Mm. then yeah go in for Jamal Lewis but and, and to be honest moment. with Kalasanac if we're staying with a back three he's probably still got a use because that's the position he plays left wing back so if we yeah. are actually going to stick with a back three don't get me wrong I'm not saying he's Garincha but he's he's not I mean he wouldn't be because Garincha's right right sided player anyway but you know mm. you, you take my point he's not he's never going to be the best left wing back in the world but what he is good at is get down the byline, cut it back. So if we're going to play three at the back and play Kolasinac as an actual attacking left wing back, then you probably keep him. But, so then who yeah. so then who of the centre-backs do we get rid of? I mean, I, I know there's, there's a plethora of people. I mean, if I was to give my choice, I would say Holding, Mustafi and Socrates. Those three are... They've got to go. That's just my personal opinion. I think we should keep Chambers just because. Yeah. I think Chambers yeah, is a bit more versatile than mm-hmm. um, Holding is, and and people keep saying, "Oh, Holding needs a loan, or he needs this and that." Holding's like twenty five years old. Mm. At twenty five years old, you should kind of, you know, have have, have kind of bedded down your your position. So mm. I think that giving, you know, Holding a loan, you know, I'm not saying he's a bad player. I just don't think he's personally good enough to play for Arsenal and I would much rather if it was either or of Chambers and Holding I personally would rather keep keep Chambers what about you Josh Uh, yeah I'd get rid of Socrates and then just generally looking at our squad in terms of centre-backs 
I probably wouldn't look to move anyone else on unless a bid came in for them. Like I wouldn't actively try and sell Rob Holding. I wouldn't actively try and sell Callum Chambers. Again, uh, the same with Mustafi. I'm of the opinion that if Mustafi gives us a great season, he is playing for a new contract. Is at that kind of level, the resurgence we've seen from him under Arteta. If he can be consistent for another six to eight months, then yeah, I'd, I'd look to be dangling the carrot of a new contract to him anyway. Uh, at 28, 29. So yeah, I, I'd be. I don't think I'd let go any other centre backs. Um, yeah, I think just where we are in transition, Saliba, as great as he is, so said, young kid needs to bed into the league. Same with Gabriel, needs to bed into the league. So we need those experienced heads behind them in the squad. Uh, Socrates again, I can see him happily going, but David Luiz, I think, is that's why we're giving him the extra year. So he can help these young guys bed in at centre back, and then Rob Holding and Chambers establish centre back pairing. Hopefully, both of them can get back to where they were in terms of full fitness. And if we're going to go for three at the back as well, we're going to need the extra cover. Mm. That we're going to need that many centre backs, unfortunately. Um, I yeah. don't know if we need as many as we got. Like personally, I think. <laughs> If we are playing three at the back, you can, like you said, you can only play three at a time. And yes, it's a long season, and I totally get that. But if you think we play Luis, Saliba, um, Gabriel, or Holding, or Chambers, or Mon, um, Mustafi, like for me, there's still a bit too many. And if we want to free up wages, I think looking at the centre back and where they are, I think that's the place to go. I personally wouldn't want to run the risk of Mustafi leaving on a three. I mean, yeah. Oh, sorry. You're right. Uh, Jeffrey O'Hara just said, don't forget Pablo Mari as well. Totally <laughs> forgot about him as well. So um, I, I personally wouldn't want to run the risk of Mustafi leaving for free. If we can get 20 mil, 15 mil for Mustafi, do you kind of cut your losses now and take it? Nobody's going to yeah. buy him when he's injured yeah. though, are they? That's the thing. I think it's with because we've got not including Gabriel, we've got seven centre backs. If we include Gabriel, we've got eight, two of which are left sided centre backs. Mm. So we know that they're like the uh, untouchable from uh, the point of view of Arteta. One, because we've only just signed them in both what this, both the transfer windows. If you believe Arsenal's admin when they put out tweets to say we've just signed Pablo Mari. Um, (laughs) then you've got as you say you've got Mustafi who's out injured and then it's Callum Chambers Rob Holding and Socrates I think it's any of those it's two of that that I'd let go Socrates being because he's out of contract at the end of the season Mm. next season so is Mustafi so they're the kind of prime ones that you kind of look to get rid of and then it's Chambers and Holding Holding's learning a new position Chambers is coming back from injury. It's again, if someone comes in with a decent bid for them, then yeah, I've got no trouble getting rid of them. But I think our youth team is probably about a season away from promoting someone into it. I think that's the other problem with, well, I think some people have seen them tonight, haven't they? We've got Mark McGuinness, I think was part of the squad against McDonald's. Um, can he Jonathan, be the new Irish legend as well, please? Yeah. Because that name's brilliant. Uh, we've got 
the kid we got from Spurs as well, Sol Campbell 2.0. Uh, yeah, I think all those others. I think we just picked those up because we've got somebody, the, the under 23s have come through to the first team, and half those players, like we've got a kid from Norway who's um, from Rwanda. None of these people are getting no, really good. Yeah. I'm, I'm just yeah. looking at. I, I'm just looking at that injury record now. Um, I'm just looking at the Arsenal.com update. So, Scott Ramastafi is aiming to return to full training in October. So, that's return to full training in October, which means he's realistically not going to kick a ball realistically this calendar year at best mm. December. So, you ain't selling him. Um, Pablo Murray is due to return to full training in September. So, again, he's probably the, the, the furthest ahead of the of the batch and you'd imagine that he'd be ready to play, you know, mid-October, early November. And I, I, when I say ready to play, I don't mean on the bench in case we need you for 10 minutes. I mean back fully at it, ready to go. And Callum Chambers, um, this this one's the most interesting, um, continues to work hard on rehab in medical terms, um, aiming to be back in full training as soon as possible this calendar year. So they're not even willing to put a month on it. So, again, to me, that says that Chambers, if he's going to move, you're probably looking at the January window because he's realistically not going to be available for selection until then. Um, if there's no, like Carl says, to me, there's little or no point in loaning out um, Rob Holding because you, you can't keep put, putting off the inevitable. Sometimes you just have to be ruthless, as, you know, Koeman's done with Suarez at Barcelona. Sometimes you just have to come in and say, we like you, great guy, but it's not been the same since your injury. We've got to let you go because if you just loan him, then you're just loaning him, and you just got the same problem again next summer. Um, I, I feel I feel like Socrates will go. Um, I think he's the sort of guy who quite happily stick around, but I think we'll we'll get money for him. And and as Carl said, I think you know Holding's the obvious one to sell English pedigree again. I think Leeds are interested. Logical step for me if they're losing Ben White makes perfect sense to me to try and get some money out of Leeds. Should say um, lost lost Ben White. He was never lost. the player. Well, no, that's true. He's a Brighton player. You're absolutely right. Who, um, of course, Brighton will, will now lose into yeah. a bigger club as well. Hey, but um, yeah, I, I think I think realistically, you're looking at definitely retaining two fit left sided centre backs and two fit right sided centre backs, and that's 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 just that's assuming we're going to play a back three. And if we're going to play back through, I think you arguably need five because you need two that are going to come in. David Luiz is, for me, is going to start every game. Um, I think Saliba will come in fairly soon. Gabriel, his the fact he's going to have to quarantine for two weeks means that realistically we're not going to see him until October at the earliest as well because he's going to need that transition period, find a house and all that jazz. Um, so I think we go into the season with, with Luiz and, and Saliba and probably Tierney. And then um, that's why I don't. That's why I'm not. I'd be surprised if we let Kalasnach go at this stage because there isn't another left back, is there? So, you know, everyone says we've got 743 centre backs, and yeah, we have, but three of them are not sellable right now at all under any circumstances. True. Oh, um, so yeah. You want to come in then, Carl? Sorry, I kind of waffled then. I think Carl's forgotten. Yeah, the people say. <laughs> no, I, I, no, there's only one more question I really want to ask Chris, and that's um, regarding um, the Leon uh, midfielder. 
I think you know who I'm talking about. Um, also, yeah. Is, yeah, what's the possibilities of him coming to Arsenal? Because it's oh, not. Oh, oh, I've done a little oh, bit. Of, oh, I've done a little oh, bit of digging today on this one. A little oh, bit of digging on this one. How devious he looks like. Oh, <laughs> um, I, I, I refuse to get excited about this because last time I got well, actually no, to be fair, last time I got really excited about uh, a Leon player, we signed my my pride and joy, Alex Lacazette, but um. There, th- th- this one is a lot is a lot further down the line than I think a lot of people realise, which which excites me but also scares me because the problem you've got with this deal is that unlike Gabriel, where Oli Solskjaer decided to go, oh, uh, Arsenal signing someone, who's that? Who's that? Could could we could we have a no? Uh, okay, okay. I've, I've heard um, rumblings in Greece. We might need a centre back. We might need a centre back. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, yeah, unlike that one, we are competing with elite heavyweights. If if our um, is well, Leon have basically said, uh, or their sporting dire- director Janino has said that players are for sale. Um, their manager uh, has, has essentially uh, he kind of moved to uh, to deny that or sort of say, well, actually, you know, we're, we're not 100 percent sure about whether they're going to go. Um, but I think, yeah, we all know Leon's business model, sell them at the highest value um, at the at the best opportunity to sell. And, and OR, I think he'd be quite happy to stay there. But he's yeah, the, the, this. We we've had two two discussions with with Leon's people now, which but that's what kind of got me excited because I heard the first talk about oh you know um, Artus or Edu's been in touch and then I was like yeah well obviously we do be in touch with people but apparently it's it's now led to two discussions so we're obviously keen. Um, I just I just the what worries me is that Man City and Juve are the other two that are in the picture, and and my concern is if we get into a bidding war then we're fucked. I mean, it's not going to happen. But, uh, yeah, I, I think if we move fast, I think it's a deal we could do. And and he would be brilliant. Him him, in, in, in the midfield with, with the likes of a Xhaka or a Ceballos, I think would be fantastic. And make no mistake about it, he's a he's a brilliantly talented player. Everyone got excited about Nabil Fakir when we were looking at him. Um, I was probably technically a better player than, than Fakir. Slightly different role, but he would be wonderful he really would and um i i just I, part of me doesn't want him want us to sign him because i can't i can't deal with steve McManaman mispronouncing his name every week but um <laughs> but other than that and, and and mike's just um archie's made a good point in the chat as well it sounds like philip coutinho is very much part of kuman's barcelona plan so that's another creative midfielder that's probably off the list um and and Awar is a lot more than just uh just a, you know, just your standard creative midfielder. He can do it all. He can play as an eight, as a six, as a four, as a ten. He he can literally do it all. So um, yeah, I don't I don't want to get too excited, but the the noises that all the, the the holes I've probed into today suggest to me that this one's a bit further down the line than than we all um, might have heard. But that doesn't mean we're going to sign him. So don't get too excited. Don't don't start like put, setting up traffic barriers and. And tracking planes and everything—it's not that far down the no, line. We would never do that, obviously. No, not obviously. our fan base. Um, no, what we do, we'll put in a fake bid for him, and we really go after Messi. That's who we're really going to get, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And and I don't think it's a coincidence that we're we're talking to our people um, when the party deal seems to be fading further and further and further away, because obviously Atletico Madrid want big money. So, 
Um, but yeah, if if we if we do sign Hussamoa, then then you well you didn't hear it here first, but you heard it here first that we're quite a bit further down the line, and I think people realise. So that means we're getting the guy from Lille or the guy from Toulouse who's available for about 8 million. Oh, we'll bring, we'll bring back Yaya Sonogo and deploy him as a deep line playmaker. Oh, yeah. You can't. Sonogo's gone somewhere. Oh, he has, yes. Middlesbrough. Yeah, Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough, yeah. Yeah. Good times. He's doing, the, he's doing what's called in, in the championship as the Ali Adier tour. <laughs> <laughs> so good times. Bloody hell. So I've got a question, and this I'll wrap it up because I know Danny's like he needs to get onto Pornhub quickly. Um, He's already on it. Look at his face. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah, yeah. As it stands right now, I know Chelsea seem to be buying every man and his flipping dog, but they still got Frank Lampard as their manager. So it is what it is. Who do you see as the main threat for the top four? I'm not going to say the league because we're not nowhere near um, ready to compete for the league, but for top four main threat as it is so you know with Chelsea buying the god knows every single person in the whole entire everyone world. in Europe football manager yeah, <laughs> yeah. Liverpool still going to be Liverpool aren't they and Man City you know let's face it they uh I don't think they've oh. begun to start doing their shopping yet so who do you see you know Liverpool Man United sorry Liverpool Man City Chelsea as that the nailed on top three I I don't see Chelsea as top three. Although they've done a great thing with their attack, they've done nothing to look after that defence. And Fat Frank cannot organise a defence. He's shown that already. He showed it at Derby. He showed it at Chelsea. That is more or less where a lot of his good things came from, was from the kind of whisperings of Sarri left over. There wasn't a huge amount that Fat Frank did that was tactically great i'll be interested to see how he integrates this team but i think it will take him a while to get it into the season i mean let's talk yeah. about sar as well from nice um he's That's, quite a good player um, isn't he chris yeah it's pretty much done again from what i can gather but they'll just send him out on loan though he'll be a vitas yeah. arnhem player by the end of the week there, there is yeah that was that was the initial talk that they mm. bring him in and then ship him out um I, I like Sar on a free. I'm quite surprised we didn't sniff around that one, but I, I think obviously Gabriel was was a better deal for us long term. So, yeah, I think the biggest threat to our top four hopes is Arsenal itself. To I, be honest. I think we've got everything to do it, but you know what we're like. Well, as soon as you get the likes of Erdogan and Gunduzi out. And you saw um, today, El Nenny, he's come back to the club and he was really, really good. He was the one in the defensive, the two in midfield that went back and got the ball. And that's the kind of uh, atmosphere that I think Arteta's now got at Arsenal. Everyone is playing for each other and some of the kids looked really good as well. I think, like you're saying, it's going to be Liverpool, Man City are definitely going to be the top two. And then Chelsea, us, Man United will be fighting for the next two places and, and Spurs are going to have another glorious season of fuck all. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not saying. Sorry, I'm not. I'm not saying El is is the second coming of Sergio Busquets, but he, he, people forget he's a he's a pretty decent, you know, midfielder. And the, the, the kind of the way I look at it is, I think um, I think Gunnar Blog hit the nail on the head when he said, clearly we would accept offers in the right offers we would accept for him. Clearly. But if we don't get offers from him, or if you know Turkish clubs that were looking at him earlier on in the summer can't afford him, there's worse players to have 
in your squad as a as a you know a, a water carrier midfield and somebody who can come in and do a job. There's a lot worse out there than than that. Was it six million? Everyone's going. Oh, Wenger's found another one. What yeah, a I mean, he, was, he, was, he was very, very good at, at Basel, and he had some pretty good games for Arsenal. And as I say, I'm not, I'm not saying call off the search for a midfielder. We've got El Nene, everything's fine. But I'm saying if if you if somebody comes in and offers us 12 million quid, then I'm telling them to shove it. Like you know, for me, you either get 20 plus, and I mean that. I'm, I'm probably talking euros, but you know, you're talking 15 million to 20 million quid, or not. But you know, whether the market's flawed or not, I, I, I don't think. And again. MK Don's friendly. I get it. I'm not going overboard here. But he's always struck me as a guy who wants to work hard. He's always struck me as a guy who, um, as formerly Noza puts in the chat, more useful than Ozil right now. You know, he he's a player that if it was a choice between bringing in Joe Willock for 20 games because you get a, an, an injury to a Shaka or bringing in El Nene and, and having Willock as, you know, still learning his trade, I'd rather have El Nene there. Than, than anybody else you you need those types of players all look at what man city have got you know they, they've got those the sort of player a gundogan is a, a prime example you know he might not be fashionable stylish whatever but he's an international player as is el nene who comes in and does a good job park when he was at man united you know they brought him in for all the big games he wasn't a flashy name but he, he proved to be vital so you know, I'm, I say I'm not. I'm not for a second saying El Nene is is the answer to all our hopes and prayers. We all know that Francis Coquelin was, and he was sold. But um, uh, you know, it, it's just it's just it's just another option. And 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 I I hate this idea that when you go on loan and then you come back, that you should just immediately be sold and that's it. Because sometimes players come back different players and, and different. You know, we got a whole different setup to when he left. So. I'm sure he'll be sold to Everton for 20 quid tomorrow now I've said all this, but, you know. Before we go... Oh, go on, Carl. No, I was just going to say, I was checking his contract and it ends in 2022, so it's not like it ends next season. We have to no. send him to get money for it. Yeah. Um, I know Chris has been... Uh, when we get Chris on, he knows all the juice. Um, what's the final word on Gwen Doozy? Will he be playing for Arsenal next season? No. Oh, will he be alone or sold? No, he'll, he'll, be, he'll be sold. Um, there's a couple of clubs looking at him. One of them is PSG, and and PSG are actively. Um, he's he's another one of those who PSG let go young, and the fact that they've been, you know, lost Champions League to one of their own academy players. I think they're looking at Gunduzi and giving it serious consideration. I'm not saying he will end up there, but um, he ain't going back to France unless it's PSG because he's he's already rejected the move to Lyon because he sees it as a step down. He's burned all his bridges with Artessa, which is a shame. I, I genuinely think he's going to be a really good player. I think um, we all, in, in five or six years' to time, we'll be looking yeah. at How did we let him go? Being another uh, Serge Nabry thing. It's, it's, down, to him. it's, 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 down, it's down to him and his attitude, though. If if he doesn't want to work hard, he'll be another Adrian Rabio and he'll get one big move to Juventus and never play, and that'll be it. Like uh, I believe Inter are quite keen as well. So... Um, yeah, and I think at this stage, if you've got a player like that who you know clearly has burnt some bridges, he, despite his attitude, he is a sellable asset, and we probably will be looking at twenty-five mil for him realistically. So, yeah, he he won't be an Arsenal player in in the next two to three weeks. I would probably put my head on the block and say that. I think with all these uh, little plus Leno's back and he looked good today, and with all these little deals that we got going on with play with Maitland Niles and uh, Guendouzi, 
and a few others that we might be able to get rid of. It's going to take the wages down. It's going to, bit by bit, build up our transfer fund. So we might be able to go for someone big-ish. And Lacazette stuff's gone quiet as well. I mean, I still hope he stays, but that's yes. gone very, very quiet all of a sudden, isn't it? Nobody's talking about that. Mm. I, I think we'd be mental to sell him unless we've got... Unless unless we had a replacement, I think we'd be... I'd, the thought of going into next season with only Aubameyang and Eddie and Katia is something that's Yeah, scary. we'd have to get a replacement. Um, yeah. And I'm just... See, everyone keeps... Do you know what? <laughs> I'm laughing to myself, and I've, I know there's no hope. But we're going to get messy. I'm, 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 I'm 100% <laughs> You all laugh now. When he fucking walks out... Like... Come on, even if you auctioned off the London Underground, because we all know that you own it, um, we still couldn't <laughs> afford it. I mean, like... I. Even if they agree to let him, and we all know we've been here before, we all know what's happening. This is messy going. Want, I, I want, want to get rid of the president out. gone, exactly. Yeah. And 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 no, everybody, you know, all this no player is bigger than the club. That is true in all cases, except Lionel Messi. The, the only way he leaves Barcelona is if he genuinely wants to leave, which I don't think he does. And and if that president stays, yeah, um, I just can't, I, I, um... I can't see it. I am 100% same as you. Um, I just can't see... Um, <laughs> I can't see Messi leaving. And even so, even if he does go and they say, OK, you're going to be available for 150 mil at 33, he's still, he's still he's... probably worth about 150 mil just because of his image rights and all sorts. Yeah. Like Then on top of that, you're talking half a million uh, pound a week wages. It's on 50 million a season, isn't it? So, again, you're, you're talking... There's, probably two maybe three clubs in the world that can afford that um into man city yeah that's what i was thinking into the, what i was thinking <laughs> see it's gonna happen but i was thinking maybe into psg or i mean i can't i can't see him going psg but psg can't, can't afford him ffp will yeah, you don't know. And PSG can't. I mean, as as juicy as that. I mean, imagine PSG with Neymar and Mbappe and and Messi. I mean, that would be outrageous. But no, for me, it's Inter could do it because they've they've got the the facilities to move around enough chess pieces. Um, Juventus could probably do it, but I guess it would depend on Ronaldo and and a lot of brown envelopes going in lots of different directions. Mm. And we know Man City could do it because of Pep. And basically, whatever Pep wants, Pep will get. And and there is no restrictions, particularly with what's gone on with Man City now. You know, they took on UEFA and won, for Christ's sake. There's nothing stopping Man City. But I just I just think we, we know Joel in our group, Carl, that with the hipsters, Josh will tell you. And he, you know, he told us before it had even reached Twitter, I think I'm right in saying, Josh, earlier on, he told mm-hmm. us what was going on. Um the fact it's gone, the fact it's on Sky Sports, the fact it's in the media, to me says big PR. Now it's public. Oh yeah, that's that's been leaked. Like yeah, all they want is like I said. I think I was discussing with Femi. Like he just wants the president gone. And once the president's mm-hmm. gone, all of a sudden he'll sign a, a, a I don't know an extension, a year extension, and get an extra meal out of the deal or whatever. But yeah, yeah. I can't I can't see but, him leaving. To be honest. Uh, you know how we really, really, really need need a midfielder. You know how, like under the years of Arsene Wenger, we really, really needed centre backs and <laughs> new defenders, and we always bought a diminutive playmaker. Message coming. <laughs> yeah. Message coming. It would coming. make sense. It would make yeah. sense. Yeah. <laughs> He's coming. I, I'd love to see him rock up at somewhere like Stoke. 
Like, you know, imagine <laughs> that'd be brilliant, wouldn't it? But I, I mean, I'd, I'd love to see him in the Premier League, and if he was playing for Man City, I genuinely would love to see him because although I think it's really credible that players stay at one team for the whole career, you know, I would just love to see him to see if he can do it in the Premier League. Mm. Don't get it wrong, I have no doubt that he could do it in the Premier League, I have no doubt whatsoever. I would just like to see him play in the Premier League just because it's. <laughs> It's a risk, though, isn't it? I just but want to see Sean Dyson's. I just want to see Sean face explode when Messi <laughs> plays Burnley away. Can you imagine? That? <laughs> <laughs> at, at 33, it's it's a huge gamble for Messi because if he does go somewhere else and he does tarnish his reputation, like you said yourself, Carl, the image rights, the sponsorship deals. Um, let's not forget as well that he has a very convenient arrangement with the Spanish tax authorities right now. That goes out the window if he leaves Spain. So, um, you know, again, little things you've got to consider that go on behind. I think Ronaldo had to move heaven and high water to escape jail time, didn't he, when he had those tax issues when he moved to Italy. So there's probably a lot more. I mean, imagine imagine being the person behind arranging the deal for Messi to move. I mean, imagine how much red tape there is to cut through for a 33-year-old who I still think he's the greatest footballer of all time and continues to be. I think he pisses on Ronaldo personally, but he is still going to be in decline at 33 and he's one big injury away from, you know, uh, essentially losing his career or end, having his career ended. He gets kicked all over the place in La Liga, which is typically known as not a particularly physical league. Premier League, Serie A and, and Liga in particular are a lot more physical, um, whereas La Liga is a lot more technical. So, I mean, it's, it, I, I, just, I, I, I hold my hands up if I'm wrong, but I would be shocked to see him go anywhere. Um, Barcelona have got plenty of other people they can ship out to, to cover the money they need, and yeah, uh, I yeah, I mean Vidal, Rakitic, so um, uh, Jordi out, and there's loads of Suarez is going. They'll they'll be fine. They'll be fine. Well, there you go. Anyone else want anything else to say? <laughs> Sorry, we've just rambled there, but I feel like our listeners like it. I, nobody's moaning about us in the chat. Yeah. You know? this, this is for Don. Listen. Can't breathe from my left nostril, so I am officially a Harry Kane mouth breather. It's content right now, boy. Yeah. I was just looking put in the chat that Inter get away with it because uh, they sell a load of players to China. Avon put it, send a load of players to China and then loan them back. Well, they don't, Avon. They've had a look. I didn't think they did. They've had what Edda is the only player to go to or from China via Inter Milan in the last four seasons. Mm-hmm. It was, um, it was Atleti. It was Atleti that did that. With Carrasco, yeah, and Gaitan, and there's one other whose yeah, name escapes me. But I'll let you go away with that because he's usually right on everything else. Bless him. Mm-hmm. Um, right, anybody else got anything else they want to cover? That's been really good. I've enjoyed that transfer talk. That's two shows in one, people. You've you've had a bargain there. Bonus. We should just mention anybody doesn't know that we beat MK Dons four one in a behind closed doors. Fan- well, they're all behind closed doors, aren't they? We beat them four one with a largely mixed side um the only other thing i would add to the fact is surely surely we're going to get an abamyang contract announcement imminently now he's back in the country he played the first half tonight i mean surely they can't keep dragging this on for i mean i i think it's been signed for about a month now personally but surely that's going to get an announcement fairly soon i, think... I imagine i'll do gabriel first and then I think what happened was we accidentally made redundant the kid that looked after the stationary cupboard. That's what I think we did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or maybe we, scurrying or maybe around we, Highbury for a biro. 
maybe we fired the Arsenal admin on Twitter, and that's why why he posted that thing yesterday because we fired the wrong guy. But yeah, yeah I mean, surely that's got to be announced because we need we need to close doors, don't we? As well, you know. Yeah. New teams. The longer this drags on, the more people are going to start to go. Is it? I mean, I say I think it's been done for easily a month. Well, I think I think that's one of the things though that whilst we're ignorant to whether or not it's happened, the people in football that are actually trying to sort out these deals will know that Bamming has signed a new contract. So whilst Sky Sports ticker will say that Barcelona are readying up a £200 million bid for a Bamming, that everyone will know behind the scenes that that's bollocks. And there'll be clauses in contracts that state, Mm. you know, no club can leak that information until we make it public and stuff like that. So, yeah, you'd imagine that's... um, You'd imagine that's the case, but yeah, we, we you know we won that friendly, and by all accounts, looked fairly good. Like you said earlier, good to see Leno back, and of course, I'm having a friendly on Saturday against some team from the north. Don't know who they are, but Saliba had one good point where he was uh, running back to goal. The bloke had the ball, slid in the air, penalty area, took the ball out, and put it out for a corner. For yeah, he looked sharp. I thought he did look sharp tonight. I mean, obviously, I know I already know what, what we're getting with him, but. Um, mm. Yeah, he looked he looked good. He looked settled. He's um. I think the thing that people again don't realise is is how confident he is until you actually see him play. He wants the ball all the time. Um, he's very aggressive in in the challenge. Which <laughs> who'd have thought an Arsenal centre back who's aggressive and wants to win the ball? Um, and unlike uh, God bless him, Scotran, he stays on his feet a lot more. So yeah, I, I think I think we're going to see good stuff from him. But it's good to see him finally sort of in our colours and out there and. And no injuries, as far as I know, which is always the big thing at this time of year. Yeah, the only player injured was one of theirs. I was thinking, yeah. if we we buy in the Gabriel and we bought Pepe, wouldn't it? That's 110 million. Couldn't we have just bought Leal for that? Fielder. <laughs> <laughs> they, they are doing some serious turnover business, by the way. They sold Osman for 80 million. They sold Pepe to us for 70 million. They've spent about 40 quid this summer, so they're doing pretty well for themselves. Right oh, now. them. Mm-hmm. Josh. So I was going to say, there's the other the other rumor talking about Lille and thinking about um, Eurostar destinations. Uh, no, Amsterdam is now a Eurostar destination, so you know, uh, ah. Burkamp is coming because you know yeah, he doesn't is- fly, so we can't track that plane. Track that train. Track <laughs> train trackers, <laughs> trains and automobiles. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It would be good, wouldn't it? I mean, imagine, imagine having Dennis back. Oh, we signed the set play guy from. Brentford as oh, well. Oh yeah, the Brentford dude, yeah, yeah. I'm the quite, guy I'm that actually... <laughs> the guy that didn't improve their set plays. So <laughs> yeah. I'm seeing a couple of tweets. I'm quite I... excited by that though. I quite like that. I quite like that idea. Does he imagine if camp back, he might finally get a statue outside of the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should uh, do you know what I would do just for Bance now? Like if I was a, a small time London based sculptor, I would make a statue of Paul Ince and just shove it on the concourse for shits and giggles. <laughs> The governor, Martin yeah. the he's a shit pundit, like most of them are. <laughs> Govern my ass. Mm. Self-proclaimed governor. I was yeah, yeah, going to say. Yeah, there's that brilliant um, thing of the the Battle of Old Trafford in was it '92 when he's getting. Uh, oh no, it wasn't Battle of Old Trafford. It was against Leeds, wasn't it? I think in '92 where he's just getting the shit kicked out of him on the floor, which is quite amusing. Um, I, I actually I wanted to ask you a question, Danny, as a as a. Yeah, I know. As as a man who, like me, is a bit old fashioned and remembers the days of like the first Premier League season and that, oh, are yeah. you happy or 
not happy that Leeds are back. Um, I think yeah. it's going to be, probably going to be good for football. I like. I don't like the same teams going down and coming up again. I like the money to be spread around, and Leeds are a ginormous club. They have. Mm-hmm. Uh, be funny if they come up and do what they did last time, become Billy Big Balls, get all these players, spunk it all on flowers and goldfish and get relegated again. That'd be hilarious. But <laughs> I remember the goldfish. <laughs> I'd, like to see one, I'd like to see Sheffield United back up, Nottingham Forest or another one. But also I'd like to see teams go down that don't deserve to be there. Sadly, West Ham is one of those because their whole thing is an absolute, it's a joke. They're paying about £2 a week for that stadium. They're so badly run. There's quite a few clubs that do need to go down. Stoke and Valley are gone. And but a bit sad Bournemouth went, but mm. yeah, it's good to have them back again. Yeah, it's yeah, I, I, I'm kind of excited about uh, Alan Rose, a proper stadium, Leeds are a proper club. Their fans are utter fucking morons. I will just put that oh. out there. But um, but yeah, they are they are a big they are a big club. And I'm I'm kind of it just brings back like days of like the Man United Leeds derbies and uh, I still, I will never forget that game we beat them. Was it 4-1 in the Invincibles? Um, we just tore them apart on the break. Sure, and then sure. we scored four against them, didn't they, one night? And, uh, yeah, sure. and then Mark Viduka ruined our title hopes one year. Yeah, yeah. And I'll Hasselbank, Viva. I'll never forget yeah. that. But I mean, but they are, they are, when you look at, like, when you look at the Premier League, quote-unquote, they are one of the teams that you just assume along with your Sheffield Wednesdays and your Nottingham Forest that should probably be in the top flight right now. I know nobody has a divine right to be there, but they just like strike me the as well. Preston, yeah, yeah. I mean, they've never been Premier League, have they? So No, been close. Um, and then, and, it, and it's kind of good to see Fulham back because we start at Fulham, don't we? Craven Cottage. So. That's my local club to wear, Premier League club to wear I was born. I just like, I just, again, I just like, like the ground or like, you know, they're a proper sort of smaller London club, a bit like QPR, like they just got that feel to them. Like just, I, I kind of like. And who's the other? On oh, West Brom, West Brom is so like, ugh, isn't it? So you think West Brom, you just think they're. So I just, mm. you know, Josh is our resident championship expert, but. Well, at least, well uh, I was going to ask you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Better of a derby again. Um, my, my question to chat box was going to be thinking about us starting with Fulham first game of the season. Do I go balls to the wall and put a Bamiang a triple, triple cap in for fantasy football? Oh, for God, that game? Because I've, yeah. I've looked at it and I'm thinking, oh, yeah. He's a midfielder so, this year, isn't he? So, I mean, that's is. his points, isn't it? It's because they're trying to fuck everybody up and they mean that you can't have De Bruyne, Salah and a Bamiang in your squad. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> without having another... <laughs> Without mincing your club. And can, the can... bloody not playing games this um, in the first game of the season as well. Uh, yeah, that's a good point, yeah. Can we, are we not yeah. allowed a Qatari takeover in fantasy football? Can we not like get a wealthy investor for our fantasy team to get a bigger budget? <laughs> is, that, is that not possible? Though? No, don't think no, so. But yeah, Although it was um, nice to see Newcastle making a nice signing. Uh, they've signed DW Sports. Uh, who just went into administration. <laughs> <laughs> they have got the nicest third kit in the Premier League this season, though. If you haven't seen that, it's worth a Google. It's got like it's like a purple number with the time bridge in it. It's really nice. I really like that. Some good kits this year, actually. I'll say that for for, for those kit snobs amongst us. There's some quite good, quite good kits. And then there's also some horrific kits. See West Brom away in third, if you want to look at this. like traffic light oh. kits. I forgot about that. Something for everybody to enjoy. West Brom's mascot. Because if you haven't watched the championship, you don't oh. know that their mascot is a boiler. 
you're in for a treat. Yes, <laughs> you're in for a treat. Oh, that's going to be great. Two weeks, was it? Two weeks away from the start of the Premier League? Yes, two weeks. Oh, uh, oh, Liverpool wait. on Saturday. Charity Shield. We should... Uh... Oh, it's Saturday. I thought it was Sunday. Oh, shit. No, Good Saturday, which is really weird. Yeah. I don't know why they're playing on Saturday rather than Sunday. OG made a really good point they're just, on. So I'm they're just ready. happy to be playing for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got some shit for it. Is it McDonald's is still doing the Community Shield? They're just happy it's there. I thought it's, yeah. Number one to one, did it? Remember them? Oh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, 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 I'm, I'm just not ready for football to come back yet, though. Are you? I don't, I just, I don't know. I don't feel like we've had a. I'm not ready for Arsenal to ruin my weekends anymore. No, no. Well, maybe, maybe we won't. Maybe we'll all be surprised, but I'm. No, our, our early games are hard, but no, you know, no crowds. It's a good time to play those teams, isn't it? Like, yeah, but we've got. Have you seen our October? Our October is horrible. Um, yeah, not a, a very good. And I think by October we'll be at like maybe twenty or thirty percent. Um, yeah, but then some have everyone else. So I mean, mm. you know, and if if you said to me you got to play Liverpool, Man City away while there's no crowd in, I'd definitely take that over a crowd. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. I I definitely would. Uh, also, but it's yeah, because just... I mean, obviously, Man City with their famous, you know, their famous full full stadium is is intimidating at the best of times. So, uh, get yeah, uh, yeah. I, I want Anfield with their full stadium, no atmosphere. Oh no, no atmosphere like it, Josh. Anfield, <laughs> like nothing like it in Europe, uh, let alone in in England. No. So we all know that. Fucking scouse twats. But, um, I mean, you say that. I know you're saying, but I, I, like, I, just in case anyone doesn't know, um, we got say Liverpool on the 26th of September. Then we got Sheffield United, then Man City. Sheffield United home, Man City away, um, Leicester home, United away. That is quite tough. What that is, Carl, is 15 points, my friend. That's what that is. 15 I... points. Yeah, and at least six penalties to Man United every <laughs> time Bruno Fernandez gets anywhere near the box. Bruno stat pad Nandes, yeah. yeah <laughs> awesome. Um yeah, I mean bring it on, but we're you know, I, I don't know, I've just I've just not I just don't feel like we've had any sort of break. I can't even get my head around the fact that it's like almost winter again. It's like we're this year is just a mess. And and of course we've got the inevitable second spike of COVID, which will probably arrive around about November. So that'll be something to look forward to as well. So um, yeah, good times ahead. Here's what it is. Danny, wrap it up. Yeah. Yes. Well, uh, congratulations to Mr. Obama Young um, for winning two trophies. Uh, you can stick them with the rest of the trophies you won at the club. That's a good enough reason to stay, just so you get the same ones again next year. Um thank you. So everybody who joined us, it's it's been a, an interesting show. Thanks to uh, Carl for 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 remembering that he has the same car with the same wheels and it's the same colour. <laughs> Thank you, Daniel. That's okay. Thank you for Josh for um, coming out in support of Harry Maguire. Everybody pre- is everybody is welcome. I know I've spent a lot of time in lockdown and I'm sure Harry <laughs> will do it from a place which has got a nice, more temperate climate. Yes, poor old slab head. And finally, thank you very much to Chris. That's having some really interesting transfer news you got there. Remember, people, it's just what he's uh, he, he thinks might happen. He doesn't actually know any of the people involved. And so when it doesn't happen, don't bully him on the internet because he's... Uh, oh, no. Bully me, I don't give a shit. I, I tell it like it is. If I hear something from somebody I trust, I tell and I share that information. If you choose to follow me, great. If you don't, believe me or think I'm full of shit no problem
them. It's all good. Twitter's wonderful. You can turn it on. You can turn it off. You can follow people. You can block people. It's great. Um, and quick shout out actually to um, at Hoppy first. We all know him as Hoppy. We know Hoppy. Hoppy's been around for years. Um, yeah, he recently got back in touch with me on DMs and I was shooting the shit with him. I need to reply to him actually. Um, but yeah, um, he was making a really good point how every fucker is suddenly in the know this summer, which is amazing, isn't it? But no, I've got plenty wrong, but I've also got plenty right in terms of just in terms of French links, I should stress. I don't I don't have a lot of knowledge outside of the France stuff. But um, yeah, I'll say if you want to believe it, do. If you don't, that's fine. No problem. Jolly good. Right. Um yeah, keep your eye out, people, for the the membership thing. And uh, we're not taking it overly seriously. So if you do want to do it, feel free. But you'll get fuck all from doing it, apart from a little bit of a giggle. Um, right. Thank you, everybody. Uh, this has been the awards for the 2019-20 season. Thank you very much for voting and joining in. It's been fun. And we will be back sometime in the next week or so with maybe two, three, four shows. Who knows? And if we buy someone... That'll be yet another show to do. Right. Cheerio, bye. That'll be bum. We'll buy Messi. As soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Splendid business. Get down, dog. <laughs>